Hey there, welcome back to Heaven's World. Today's episode is about survival. And I just want to start off with addressing the white supremacists that were let in to the Capitol to further push this agenda that Trump has been trying to push about you know, his supporters um, assembling until it's time. And unfortunately, a lot of us thought, you know, if we vote him out, they wouldn't have to be able to assemble. But one thing I don't think everyone all put together is, and as a matter of fact, I can't even say everyone, you know, I'm going to just say me, myself, I'll speak from experience. Um, I'll say I didn't take it too much seriously until today and I'm big on what people will call conspiracies I'm big on you know uh, anything that definitely causes your mind to wander or challenges you mentally on deep thinking into the elites and the politicians and the government and everything um, of that caliber so I feel you know I was joking a lot you know on Twitter and making jokes but in all actuality I think the it's not a fear you know um I think it is more so just the thought of and the feeling of what if what if you know in the unknown like uh for instance I was in a clubhouse um that was speaking about you know preparing for the second civil war and you know me personally it man like i'm not going to say i'm not prepared but when it comes to uh weapons and um like packing bags, if I have to leave the crib, you know, no, I'm not prepared to be running with a bag that got, you know, guns and X, Y, and Z in there, you know, um, basically, no, I'm not equipped to carry my prepare bag, no. And, you know, if you like me, I mean, and you smoke or you drink, which I'm learning not to do either. I say learning, but I'm really just detoxing myself. But I said that to say, if you're not in shape, you know what I'm saying? Running for your life is it's going to catch up to you. So, you know, I feel like what's going on right now is deeper than the agenda that they push with the media that they use to distract us. A lot of things we don't know. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if they got our freeways cutting off. You don't know. if We don't know if they assembling to cut the freeways off or they assemble to, you know, station themselves in different places to where we are boxed in, you know, and it's crazy to think that we need a survival plan. And I mean, for me, I'm very independent. So there isn't, I have no kids and I'm not in a relationship to where I have to protect uh, anyone outside of myself, besides, like, my family, of course. Um, 
And so I just think that, you know, is there really plans being put in order? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we all have goals. We all have dreams. We want things to accomplish, you know, and we don't want to have to sit back and think like, you know, if I turn the TV on, is it going to be like a mass explosion? Or if I walk outside, is it going to be like a massacre? Or if I go into normal places that I've been going into, like, for instance, the old job or, you know what I'm saying? The grocery store, you know what I'm saying? Like markets, like is somebody going to be in there doing some shit to where you can't get out of that motherfucker, you know? Um, and it's scary, you know, it's scary that we have to even come to this, but I feel like I got off topic from what I was even trying to say, but to bring this episode back to the beginning of survival is, is everybody ready or equipped? And even if their answer is no, that's still okay because we would never, we weren't raised on a time like this. You know, we was learning about the times like this, but we didn't think that it would be our time, you know? And so I said that to say, like, man, to what a time to be alive, for sure. Because it's scary to know that at any minute they could cut all this shit, you know? And a lot of people think, okay, well, um, I could just move here or I could go here. And it's like, yeah, you can, but at the same time, no matter where you go, no matter what we do, Everything that we doing is counted for and it's watched and it's programmed and it's logged. And, you know, that's why they're doing things in a robotic fashion to where you kind of, you know what I'm saying, our vessels are not needed. So I feel like I hope that everybody is mentally preparing, uh, physically preparing, uh, spiritually preparing and that's first you know what I'm saying spiritually preparing you know it's it's one thing to pray but to believe and to actually you know know what you can handle because a lot of things that's going on in the world today do breed anxiety and they they do breed depression and they do you know cause a lot of mental confusions that we already have to deal with on top of you know being black being Hispanic, you know, being anything outside of white, blonde hair and blue eyes outside of that, you know, it's a lot that we have to deal with. And again, I'm not racist. I don't got nothing against white people. Um, but I do got something against the, the motherfuckers that, um, that got something against blacks and Browns. Okay. I got something against them. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I, it's just, a protection thing, but I, I just feel like, you know, I had to, I had to create this episode because it's been on my mind all day, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like we get so separated from ourselves, uh, ourselves, I'm sorry, we get so separated from others and our village, you know, our village, our travel team, our support systems, like we are in a time where nobody wants to feel like a burden. Nobody wants to feel like they are asking too much from you um 
we are in a time where people don't want to ask for help. You know what I'm saying? Because they either A, got the bad end of the stick with help or B, they don't want to look like a certain way, you know? And again, that's why the survival, having a survival team is important. It's more than just packing the bag and having your weapons and knowing how to hunt and knowing how to live in the, you know, I'm saying in the hills and in the mountains. It's more than just that. It's it's about not being alone at that time. And, you know, because we're at a time where trust is so hard. It's so hard to trust somebody and really, truly believe that this person is helping you or is there for you, is in your corner and you know, again, the support, you know, and then also you bring in our beliefs, you know, like, do you believe that this person, you know, not just breeding off, you know, not just, I mean, breeding, I'm sorry, not just taking their energy um, and the vibe you get from them into account, but truly trust in this person and, you know, past what we, our dislikes and our likes and our turn-ons and our turn-offs, you know, I think it's deeper than that. And for me personally, I'm big on like, you know, disconnecting from people and leaving people where they at or, you know, leaving people alone. And it got to the point where I'm at this mind state of not was it the right thing, but was it a helpful thing or was it a hindering thing? Because, you know, of course, when you get caught up in things that you dislike or you don't like or somebody wronged you or you know, whatever you, whatever you hold yourself to, whatever principles and, you know, that you give yourself to abide by and whatever boundaries you set, um, of course you're going to say to yourself, yeah, that person deserved to lose me as a, as a, a person in their life or as a, as a spiritual guider or they, you know, they didn't deserve me, like things like that. It's like now we at a point where it's not even you versus that person or your principles versus their actions. It's really about coming to about and what it's always been is us coming together and connecting and linking back up. And we've gotten so far away from that. And I'm even speaking from experience when I say that. And it's sad because when you think about it, you know, we don't forgive so easily because we always, again, that trust come in, that trust factor comes in and, I think that, oh man, it is, uh, it is a, I want to say a teeter-totter feeling because, you know, when you feel up, you up, you know, and then when you feel down, you down. And I think right now with the media and the government being able to control the things that we see and do, you know, it's important we get back to what we know and what we feel and what's right. You know what I'm saying? I I think a lot of our principles even stem from things that don't even truly fit the characters that, that we are and who we are. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times me, for instance, I don't stay mad long. Okay. I don't stay mad at people long. Like I might say, fuck you. And I can't stand you and go about your life. And then like maybe a month later or even shit a year later, or maybe even a day later, it depends on, the situation for me, but I could be over the shit. And then at that point, you dealing with uh, people's prides too. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I think that if we really truly understood what forgiveness was and truly understood what it means to disagree with somebody and still be okay, 
we will be able to keep connections and uh, see the good in people. You know, I think once we see something we don't like in somebody, we hold them to that character forever or we hold them to that person forever and we never let up off of what they showed us that we disliked because you know everything is not peaches and cream people you know you're not gonna always get the good side of people sometimes you're gonna get their bad side you're gonna get their attitude you're gonna get you know what I'm saying them doing something outside of what you like but that's all them being human and then you having a human experience with them so it's crazy because I (laughs) I had everything written down for this episode but after I was in the clubhouse room that I was in, I just, it really dawned on me, you know, like the importance of the village that we create and that we have and the bonds that we make with people, because sometimes it's not even about your principles and your standards and your boundaries. It's really about some, somebody being able to help you and you helping them too. And that's not even a financial thing. That that's a mental thing. That's a spiritual thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sometimes we cut off people that are good for our spirit and we wouldn't know because we holding them to our, 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 you know, what we think, you know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't know if a person was good for your spirit because you holding them to their vessel, to their physical, you know what I'm saying? What they showed you, what they look like, you know, we, we not really digging deep enough, um, to really look at somebody and say, you know, spiritually, I could go ahead and I could take I could take that argument and I could take that disagreement and really look at you and say, you not you not even who you really are yet or you still learning, you know. So this isn't even a disagreement of between us. This is more of a spiritual lesson. And I think that if we looked at disagreements as spiritual lessons for one another, it would be a lot easier to build better connections and stronger connections. Cause right now we in a survival state and I'm not going to say we not all going to make it, but if you anything like I was, I used to be where I was very hard hearted, you know, and very, very cold, you know, about how I would handle people. Um, But the more I get, the more I do my shadow work and the more I take accountability for myself and the things that I do and the way I've treated people or treat people or, you know, how I move with people, the um, impression I've given off, you know you really start to think. And I think, you know, again, like I said, all jokes aside, because we could play all day, you know what I'm saying? We could play all day. We can make so many different memes about the government and Donald Trump and all them, you know, we could do that. But in a serious note, you know what I'm saying? One thing that we've seen with white people and his supporters is they come together to do the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? And then when we come together to do the bullshit, the same people that come together to do the bullshit will stop us from doing the bullshit. And then here we are separating ourselves because if you don't think the way I think, I'm not fucking with you. Or if you don't do this, I'm not fucking with you. We so quick to just separate ourselves from one another versus linking up on just the strength alone that you need somebody. Now, when I was younger, I used to always say, I don't need nobody. My grandma raised me on, like, you used to always tell me, everybody needs somebody, you know? And I never believed it until I would say now, you know, I'll be... 30 this year. So I do feel like a big shift and change is happening because I'm done with my twenties. Um, so, you know, I just say to bring it back to the survival, y'all like get a, get a spiritual plan first before you get a mental, before you, I mean, not a mental, I'm sorry, get a spiritual plan first before you get a physical one. Cause 
you're going to need a lot more than upper body strength to keep your ass level-headed and calm. Like, you're going to need breathing techniques, you know what I'm saying? You're going to need to know how to calm yourself down in a setting of somebody breaking into, busting into your shit and, you know what I'm saying, doing something or even being out there, ain't no telling. Like, I really think this COVID thing was what was supposed to assemble us because now all we have right now is time to really not just work on ourselves, but work on the connections and the bonds that we create with others. You know, it's time to really strengthen the bonds that we create and the bonds that we have. Um, And we all could look around and say death is everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But I do feel like COVID was another scheme for them to get us in it in a depressive depression state and anxiety and fear and worry. And you know what that does to the body. You know what I'm saying? It breaks you down. You weak. You don't have a belief. You know what I'm saying? You don't believe in nothing. You know, you don't care about nothing. I just don't want to see people, you know, depressed and thinking that death is better than being here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of shit going on, but we don't know what happens when we die really, unless you are dead and you still can't say nothing. If you dead, how we transcend, we don't know. Okay, and I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I don't want to be put in this in this raggedy ass ground, nigga. You ain't finna be digging me back up and using me as a fucking experiment. The fuck they already do it now. You know what I'm saying? With the food we eat, the shit we watch, the shit we see. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the same thing. The, <laughs> the shit we listen to. So I just said that to say, y'all be careful out there. And if this pot, if this episode reaches you and it resonates with you. Shit, hit me up. Let's talk about it. Let's get comfortable. Let's get safe. You know what I'm saying? Let this be... I mean, I talk a lot of shit, but I really hope that this episode helps somebody to calm them down and to, you know, give you a different perspective on life because it's not about saying sorry. And I'm not saying go out there and just be saying sorry to people that <laughs> that you feel like wronged you because you spiritually feeling better. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that from here on out, just pay attention to the spiritual connections that you make and water those and take care of those and nurture those because the spiritual connections you make are the ones you really going to need. You never know who you're going to need, but just know when you spiritually connect to somebody and you can feel that, you know what I'm saying? You can feel that. It's not about likes. It's not about interest. It's really about a spiritual connection. It's that energy that you feel that you when you feel protected around somebody 10 out of 10 you don't even got to know them forever but you just get an energy space with somebody and you're like wow I feel I feel safe around you you know if you ever feel like that with somebody then 10 out of 10 that's a spiritual connection you need to keep now that's why I said don't go out there and just be making connections reconnecting with people that you didn't feel safe with don't do that don't reconnect with people that fit the old you nah the new you needs stronger connections okay so I'm not saying go reconnect with people that were weakly connected to you no don't do that but here on now you got a strong connection you keep that you water that you nurture that and you take care of that and you take care of what's taking care of you so I just wanted to wrap it up and let y'all know it's 2021 for my loved ones may we may we make it to the end you know, my friends, my family, and listeners too, you know, may may we all be able to live 
past what's going on around us and in front of us. And just keep your eyes open. Pay attention to what's around you. Pay attention to who you got around and pay attention to what you're doing. I mean, we get caught up, but this idle time is not the devil's workshop. It's what you tell yourself. So this idle time is time for you to get stronger, strengthen your spirit, strengthen your mental, strengthen your physical. You know, I had to put the weed down and the alcohol down and the wean and the wine and the wean <laughs> and the wine down to really understand what is what it is to be sober and present. It's it's it'll take a toll on you, but we can all do it. And again, where there's love, let there be light. Thank you. <laughs>